Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fire up for pro football. That's what we call a sack lunch. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad. Wouldn't kill you. We'll play some competitive sports. Once in a while, would that make you love me? Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Hour two of two here on Football Sunday. Mike Rashad and Joe with you until 10 o'clock today. If you're just joining us thinking we were 9 to 11, we were. And then we were moved because of COVID. Because the Seahawks got moved. Thanks a lot, COVID. Again. Yeah, Seahawks were going to be on at 11 today, so we would have been on 9 to 11. But uh, alas, they are now playing on Tuesday. So we are on from 8 until 10. But yeah, we don't want to spend too much time on it, and we only have a short segment here anyway. But that was the one thing that I couldn't avoid this week because I still had the notifications on on my phone. Was COVID? Get out of here, Mike. Ew. No, uh, I took my booster this week. Oh. And... Uh, Boy, that knocked me on my ass for a day again. <laughs> I was hopeful. I was like, man, maybe this time it won't be as bad. No, it was rough. It was really, really yeah, rough. I have to go get mine, I uh, believe, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I went to a Tektronix in Beaverton, just has like a free clinic mm-hmm. every day. I just Why showed up. Just walked into, all some, three of them. Yeah. into some guy's tent picking, under picking the bridge. And it was a very dark looking serum in the needle, but he told me it was a COVID vaccine. And he said it was clean. And then I fell asleep for 12 hours, got really, really cold, and felt really, really good at the same time. It was yeah, interesting. That was definitely heroin. <laughs> yeah, that was heroin, Joe. Oh, oops. Um, yeah. I like more of it, honestly. If, if you are having trouble getting an appointment, because I was having trouble getting an appointment because there were so many people signing up for it. Um, Go there. There was an article that was posted in the Oregonian or, or on, on Oregon Live of uh, like clinics that are free that you don't have to have appointments for. So I just showed up. I waited for like 15 minutes, got my shot, pick and choose whatever you want. You know they, they've cleared the mixing and matching at this point. I so want you that can dark get... stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more of it, sir. This is the third time you've been here this week. <laughs> get me just, the dark stuff. I just want the cold feeling so bad, <laughs> but the warm feeling at the same time. Uh, go to one of those places. It was really easy. 
and you can mix and match get whatever one you want you know there's there's apparently some studies out that you you know if you get the other one that you didn't get the first time it gives you a little extra different protection even some studies say that if you get the johnson and johnson uh even though it's not as strong it is a different type of vaccine so it'll give you kind of double protection so you know it's out there available for you if you want it but boy it knocked me on my ass for sure but uh i was seeing all the code notifications that every team in every sport was having issues again. And it felt like it was starting to feel like when COVID started again, except different. And it was like, Oh my God. Remember it was like middle of the NFL season last year and it was Ravens Steelers and it kept getting postponed more and more and more and more. I think we played it on a Wednesday or something like that. That's just what started happening this week. It was like, Oh God, all these teams, have multiple COVID cases. The Browns are just destroyed by COVID right now. The Rams have a ton of cases. Uh, well, they're going to move the games. NBA, the Cavs have five players right now. Five. Fine, I'll play. I was going to say, I'll suit up, man. All I'll right. take half of a veteran's minimum game check. Absolutely. Let's go. <laughs> yes, me too. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take a quarter of a veteran minimum's game check. I think I could get a bucket. <laughs> you probably could. Maybe one. Just stand on the three-point line? Uh, I think you would, the best way for you to get a bucket would be to not play defense and stand on the other side of the court, have them lob it down the book, and then you still might miss the first layup, but then you'll have enough time to uh, maybe get the second layup. I don't intend to score. I'm going to let you know. I'm I'm six fouls. Going for that Tony Snell stat line? Yeah, that's going to be, yes, exactly. I'm going to go. 0 for 1, and I'm going to have 5 fouls. 26 points, 0 rebounds, yeah, or 26 so. minutes, 0 rebounds, 0 assists, 0 yes. steals, 0 Bing, blocks. Bingo. But I'm going to be in the game 26 minutes. That's all I need. There has been dis- some discussion from some leagues about maybe not testing the vaccinated players anymore. <laughs> Dude, that is just... I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think... they can't get it Well, anymore. I think the NFL did change their protocol... <laughs> to have it be more uh, focused testing on symptomatic players. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't know. I mean, they're basically trying to get, because a lot of people are asymptomatic who, who could test positive. Well, right? and they, they feel that it's like, well, hey, we got vaccinated because you, you basically forced our hand, said, hey, if you are vaccinated, you don't have to do A, B, and C protocol throughout the week. You know, you don't have to wear masks. You don't have to be away from teammates, yada, yada. Like, they set those rules for being vaccinated, and now they feel like they're being punished anyways. Like, all right, well, now you're testing me a bunch, and I'm asymptomatic, I'm fully vaccinated, and I have a positive test, or I'm in protocol because I was close to someone, and now I can't play. So what was the point of me getting vaccinated Mm -hmm. if I'm just going to be missing games now anyways because of these protocols and close contacts and testing positives? So now they're going to try and focus it more so on symptomatic players, I guess, which is like... I. I mean, I guess if you want the sport to keep going, that's smart. But in terms of stopping the spread of this, it's probably not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, the, they, you know, asymptomatic can still spread it. Still spread it. it. You know. it's, it's just weird. It's, it's proof that a bunch of people in a closed space in the locker room 16 times a year or 82 times a year, especially in the winter when you're not going out a lot and there's other sickness going around, is, a, is an incubator for this kind of stuff. Well, if you ask Colin, it's it's a Midwest thing. Look at the teams with all the top positive tests. You know, it's Minnesota. It's a Cleveland. You know, it's these kind of cold stay inside Did states. he say that? Yes. Even Colin though one of the main of teams who has it is L.A.? Yeah, he said, well, the exception of the Rams, but all these other teams, you know. <laughs> okay. 
All right, bud. I feel like it's all the teams that are having it Cleveland right now. Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> right now. You know, it's all these teams that are in these cold weather cities and states. You say you a know? lot of things when you're on air for three. I ain't gonna tell you that. People say a lot of things when you're on air yeah. for three hours. Boy, so, I, don't, I don't remember anything that I say. So, <laughs> I just yeah, I'm just talking. I think sometimes Colin just. Remember one time he said uh, <laughs> they were doing. He was ranking the cities, ranking. Uh, um, just U.S. cities, and Portland was like a, a, a four seed. It's like, good weather, good beard, mostly white. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, is that No what Dominicans? He said, is he said that? Gotta... Yes, and then tried to, like, clean it up later. It was like, that's, you know, people, oh, here comes the internet. Oh, Colin said. It's like, no, bro, you said it. <laughs> yeah, like, that was what you said. That was one of the reasons that you thought it was going to be great. Mostly <laughs> white. Yeah. I meant snow uh, when there is snow. It's mostly white. <laughs> yeah. I meant cocaine. Lots and lots of cocaine. Now, see, that... Uh, that makes sense had he said that but you know <laughs> he didn't say that and i was like what so i don't listen to a lot of what it's it's sometimes. what it is for me right now is it's a little depressing because we had gotten sports back things were back to normal in that realm it felt like it at least and actually in our lives it kind of felt like things were mostly back to normal i mean yeah we got the mass mandates and you know there's still some limitations here and there but generally speaking it was like you can go do stuff again and now this is happening which is certainly disheartening I guess we all probably could have expected this. They were saying the winters is always going to be a tough spot for it. But, you know. And I think people have got It's just sad that it's hit sports because I want the end of the football season to not be marred by this. And I think there's some people, not not everyone, but I think there's some people that are kind of like, oh, whatever. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like, you know, there's there's nothing extra I can do, you know, that's going to keep me from getting COVID. So kind of YOLO type thing you know so it's i know a lot of people that are like that it's like i know a lot of people that man i'm not taking that vaccine and have lost their jobs because they're oh, like, yeah. yeah i'm good i'm not taking mm-hmm. that vaccine which you know more power to you do your thing but shoot i gotta work right like that's you know i like sirloin and, and ribeye you know so but there's a lot of people that are just nice kind of, salary over there i was geez. gonna say he's really yeah, just dropping I like that that bacon wrap filet mignon. Those are only five dollars. Steamed mussels. Fred Meyer. Those bacon wrap filet mignon. (laughs) Which is awful. I don't understand why people eat that. I've had it once. It's actually not that bad. You liked it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're supposed to eat it a specific way. Yeah, like on a a nice cracker with like some like like a like a whipped cream or something on it. No, thank you. Or like I don't know. It wasn't whipped cream. It was uh, some sort of soft cheese or something. I don't know. Like meat with a spoon. It was good. It was good. Um, you know, not great. I wouldn't really go out of my way to eat it, but you know, I, yeah. I, I saw it. I saw what people liked about it. COVID sucks, and it's starting to wreak havoc on all of our sports. So Christmas Day could suck. Potentially. <laughs> yeah, I saw a tweet that said that 68 NBA players are in protocol, um, or hurt, who are scheduled to play on Christmas Day. That's awesome. 68 players. You're gonna watching the. San Jose uh, Warriors team. Christmas Day. Play. Bruce Brown and the Brooklyn Nets take on Kent Bazemore. Oh, wait. No, he's out with COVID now. Don't they have Rondo? Yeah, Rondo and the Lakers. It is funny when they when they pick the face for the preview of the game. Oh, yeah. And it's like everyone's hurt, so they pick some random guy. You're like, that's the star? Joe Harris versus Austin Reeves. <laughs> well, once, Nets, Lakers. When the Blazers were in the, the brunt of their worst injury part, one of the ones popped up the face was Nurkic. It was like Yusuf Nurkic and the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm this like, uh, don't promote that. This is going to be bad. You're going to see a lot of missed bunnies if you're going to be promoting that. All right, let's get to Hated or Love It coming up next. Remember, text those fantasy football questions in. We've got uh, a couple that have come in so far. 
So text those in 503-250-1080. We'll get to that at 930 with Jesse. But Hate It or Love It is next. This is Football Sunday on the Fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. There he is. Blackers over here, bro. Jesus. A little shorter than I thought of a break. Did you pinch it off? Yeah. <laughs> I'll finish that later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had this. I, I always look at the break. If I have to use the bathroom for, you know, obvious reasons. And uh, I'm like, okay, so that spot's going to play. And I'm going to have this much time after that commercial plays. And for me, it was Clausen because the other ones under it were unlabeled in ways that would help me. <laughs> it was like blank network, but it was like the Swiffer commercial. So how am I supposed to know what that is? And uh, so I was like, okay, there's Clausen. I got like a minute and a half. And boy, I feel like I miscounted when I was in there looking at the clock. Oh, well, I'm here. The music means it's time for Hate It or Love It. Joe asks us questions, awards us, or deducts points for us, and the winner gets to us the last segment, which is not happening today, but, you know, the winner gets bragging rights. So what do you got for us, Joe? All right. We had an NFL game last night. I don't know if you guys forgot about that as well, but I sure did until I, you know, opened up the ESPN app and saw it was 14 nothing Colts in the second quarter or whatever. But, yes, the Colts and the Patriots played a football game last night, and the Colts looking pretty. Pretty, pretty good after starting the season, what, three and five or something like that? Uh, they get the win against the Patriots. With that, no team can clinch a playoff spot in the AFC today. I've been saying in my update, there's like four teams in the NFC that can clinch a spot today, but no teams in the AFC. If you look at the standings, it's just an absolute cluster F of teams in the AFC. So, therefore, hate it or love it, there is no best team in the AFC. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I hate it because I think the Chiefs are back. I mean, I think it's just that simple. Is they've gone a little bit more balanced in their offense. They're using the run game a little bit more. The defense has really played a lot better generally uh, than it did earlier in the year. And you had a case of a, a couple of your top receivers having drop issues in Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, which are slowly kind of going away. I don't believe in Tennessee. I don't, especially without Derrick Henry. He might be back from the playoffs. I don't think Tennessee is built particularly well right now. I think the Patriots are going to be really dangerous in the playoffs, but boy, yesterday's game was weird, wasn't it? Like, the Patriots are good and have proven to be really good, and yet they come in against the Colts, and the Colts do what the Patriots do and dictate the clock. And that's 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 the Patriots' game plan, and they couldn't even get into their own game plan. And then, you know, behind them, you've got the Ravens, who have looked iffy this year and have a really bad injury issue on defense. It's the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. I thought the Chiefs were going to have a really bad year. I really thought they might have been not done, but like they might have been just overrated this year. The defense was too bad. Patrick Mahomes was having a down year. Well, just kidding. (laughs) He had a down game on Thursday night until the fourth quarter, and then he threw three touchdown passes. So it's the Chiefs. They're the best team in the AFC. Uh, yeah, I 
I love that you. it's hard to say that there's a best team in the AFC right now. Um, I think you have a lot of teams, really two teams, uh, that are playing incredible football, but then uh, you have teams that are not far uh, on their heels. So, you know, right now there's still a lot of issues with the Ravens. However, they're still 8-5. and five. They're still able to compete, and they're still one of the best teams in the AFC. Uh, we know Tennessee is going to be have a problem without King Henry, but they still continue to find ways to win. And then, of course, the Chiefs have had this resurgence, and Patrick Mahomes all of a sudden is looking like the MVP. I think he has 30 touchdowns on 13 interceptions for the, uh, for the season, so he's doing exactly what Patrick Mahomes does. And then you have the Patriots, who are just – the best defense i think in the entire nfl but an offense that's still trying to figure itself out um it's hard to say right now there's a couple weeks left in the season but at the moment it looks like the chiefs might be pulling ahead but would it shock any of us if the patriots ended with the one seed or even baltimore came through and, and ran the rest ran the board for the rest of the season it would shock any of us the afc is just jumbled with teams up top that are just really really good all right and uh speaking of that jumbled mess in the afc some of the teams on the outside looking in right now of the playoffs. You got the Browns, the Bengals, and Broncos all at 7-6. and six. The Steelers and Raiders and the Dolphins who are on a winning streak. They're at 6-7 six and seven or 6-6-1 six, six and one if you're the Steelers. <laughs> so, hate it or love it, one of the teams on the outside of the playoff picture will be in the playoffs. I forgot the Steelers Ooh. tied with the lions uh, <laughs> browns uh, Bengals, broncos steelers raiders dolphins um geez I, I i guess i love it if if any one of those teams uh were to do anything i would probably put my money on cincinnati uh I replacing what team though oh they're replacing a team uh, well again i mean they're on the outside looking in so they would have to knock out one of the teams you well know? then no i don't know if it was yeah uh, when if, if it's like that then no they're not knocking anybody out uh, right now, I think the Chiefs have finally uh, found their mojo. The Patriots have been playing just under the radar all season, but that defense just uh, shut down. Baltimore, like I said, they have a bunch of issues right now, but they still got Lamar Jackson, who if he's great, then the team is great. But so I think it's going to be a, a bit of an uphill battle for any one of those teams, for the Bills, for Miami, for Cincinnati, Cleveland. I think all those teams, it's an uphill battle because I don't see any of the teams that are already in first place in each of their divisions falling off at this point. Yeah, that's a really tough one, Joe, because out of those teams, the one that I like the best to potentially be sneaky and get into the playoffs is the Bengals. Just because I've really enjoyed watching them this year, their defense has been much improved. They signed that guy uh, Hendrickson this year, and he's been dominant on their defensive line. And their offense is a bunch of fun, but they just lost two games in a row to the Chargers and the Niners, and they have the Broncos, Ravens, Chiefs, and Browns as their last four games. They're not making the playoffs, not with that schedule. Um, I would then go from that point on to the Broncos, whose defense has been really, really good this year, and offense has been you know, limited by Teddy Bridgewater. But they have the Bengals, Raiders, Chargers, and Chiefs to end their schedule. So they're not making the playoffs with that either. Uh, it's just tough games. It's tough games. I don't buy the Browns. I don't buy the Steelers, the Raiders, or the Dolphins. Uh, the teams that are in the playoffs right now, I believe in those teams. The Bills are really struggling this year, and they're 7-6 and six and are in the last seed right now. I, I feel like it would be silly if the Bills didn't make the playoffs based on how, they, how, how much talent they have on that roster. So... You know, if those are the seven teams that make it, I'll be very happy because you're going to get a lot of good matchups in the AFC. 
I should add, and I know no, no points for this, but I do think that uh, the Indianapolis Colts also have uh, a great opportunity to pop, possibly play spoiler in between there. I know they play uh, the Cardinals, but outside of that, there's two games they can win between the Raiders and then the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars. So watch out for Carson Wentz, who looks like he's playing really well this year. Hey, Well, Jonathan Taylor is playing really well. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, fins up. All right. Dolphins play the Jets today. Okay. They're going for six in a row. 500 record. There'll be seven and seven after today. They'll be back in that playoff hunt even more. Okay. And I don't know if they'll play the Then Bills they play again. the Saints, Titans, and Patriots. Win, win, win. Whoa. <laughs> well, now. Dolphins running the table 10 and 7 end of the year. Crazy things have happened. God, I hope so. All right. And moving on to our last Why one. Why do you hope so? Because my dad's a Dolphins fan. Oh, I, just, okay. I, I feel bad for them picking Tua over Herbert. I was like, that's kind of a random team to really put your weight behind. I, I Yeah, I, I want them to be good really, really badly. Um, moving on to the last one. Cardinals, one of the top teams in the NFC. Actually, not the number one seed anymore. The Packers technically are because of a better conference record. But the Cardinals, they're going to be without DeAndre Hopkins for the foreseeable future. Might not get him back until the NFC Championship game. That's if they even get there. So hate it or love it. Without DeAndre Hopkins, the Cardinals are in trouble. Did you say the Cardinals are actually the three seed? Yes. Yeah, okay. I was very surprised by that. Uh, no, I'm going to hate that. They're not in trouble. Hopkins hasn't been healthy all year and hasn't been himself all year. Uh, it actually kind of feels like the Cardinals have made this offense player-proof to the point where they even won two out of the three games that Kyler Murray missed. Isn't that something? That Colt McCoy came in and won two games that Kyler was out. Now, when I say player-proof, I mean, if you lose Kyler, you're not going to win in the playoffs. I think it's that simple. But I think you can do it without DeAndre Hopkins. You went out and got Zach Ertz, the tight end position, who has been very, very good for you because you lost your tight end early in the year to a season-ending injury. Uh, Christian Kirk is having a very nice year for you on the outside. You have A.J. Green, who's had a couple of good games in a row. Um, and you can run the football. I mean, you got James Conner for nothing on the cheap, and he's been a touchdown machine. Oh, and you get Chase Evans back this week, too. He's healthy. So your offense is good. And it's not predicated on having a star receiver be the main guy. The Cardinals will be fine. Uh, yeah, I, I, what am I loving? I'm sorry. Without DeAndre Hopkins, the Cardinals are in trouble. Uh, I, I, I also hate it. Um, I think so far, uh, you mentioned for everything Lynch has said, James Conner uh, has had a very good season. Christian Kirk as a receiver has kind of uh, been a, a really nice go-to for them. A.J. Green, a nice little A.J. Green resurgence. I mean, mind you, he's only about 700 yards in the season. But still, I think that was something that you weren't looking to have, especially if DeAndre Hopkins is going to be there who missed a whole month. But still, they just kept trudging along. The one thing that the Cardinals have shown us is they're, they're resilient, man. They can lose their star receiver and still win. They can lose their star quarterback. And Colt McCoy, Texas, Colt McCoy can come in and win some games for you in that stretch. You know, Cliff Kingsbury, you got to take your hat off to that guy. He knows how to coach. It wasn't looking like it for a long time. But at this point, the, the Cardinals are as good as anybody else in the NFC. Uh, it doesn't it wouldn't shock me if they got the one seed. But right now, the Packers are playing so well. But I absolutely love the chances of the Cardinals because they're an all-around good team that don't depend on one particular player. All right. Also, love for uh, Rondell Moore, the rookie wide receiver. He's been pretty good for them yeah. this year as well. He's and, been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Cardinals, they are legit. And Mike is legit today with the victory. 
feel like I'm on like a three or four week streak now, Rashad. I mean, it's been intermittently off and on, but I feel like I've won a couple in a row, which is nice because I felt like I lost every single one for the entirety of the summer. That's not true. I'm pretty sure it is true. Not true. Joe, we're going to have to have a talk after uh, after the show. Uh, Rashad, you just got a gift. I don't think you should say it. I did. You like that very, bottle of whiskey there, Rashad? A, a, very, a very good gift, and I do like it, and I will be partaking incredibly soon, maybe after the show. Maybe a nice 10 a.m. stiff one. Oh, Let's go. Oh, Let's boy. go. It's the holiday season. Tis the season, right? All right. So we got a couple of fantasy football questions. Now, I understand that if you're not in the playoffs, it doesn't matter anymore. So we'll probably just do one segment of Fantasy Scramble. But if you've got fantasy football start sick questions, text them in now. 503-250-1080. Jesse Osmond will join us from Explosive Fantasy Football. He is our guru, our expert. We'll answer whatever is out there. And uh, we'll have a little discussion about the COVID stuff, and then we will let you on your merry way. So that's next. First, Joe has sports. This is what you get when you wait until the last minute. It's your pick. Fine, whatever. This guy. A kicker. I like kickers. Listen up, you fantasy coaches. Mike and Rashad are here to save your butt with some last-minute injury news and roster advice. The only reason my team finishes terrible as it is because everybody on the team was hurt. Literally every single player on my team was hurt. This is Fantasy Scramble, part of Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. All right, that music means it's time for the Fantasy Scramble. Get those start sick questions in to 503-250-1080. We're probably only doing one segment today because we've gotten less questions because it's the playoffs, so less teams are involved, really. But uh, we might have to cross over. Jesse Osmond, Explosive Fantasy Football, joins us on the phone. You can find him on YouTube and Facebook, Explosive Fantasy Football, and on Twitter at PDX underscore EFF. Hello, Jesse. You are not in the playoffs yet, correct? Uh, yeah, no, actually, I did start in one league today because it's a strange league. We, we're doing two-week rounds. So That's it's tough. actually a good thing because uh, I played Ramondre Stevenson last night, and that was a, a terrible So did I. Terrible yeah. outcome. <laughs> That's <laughs> if he got burned by Ramondre, huh? Yeah. I was, uh, hey, this guy's going to play, and he's playing now, and this game's not canceled by COVID, and he's the starter on a team that runs the ball a lot. Yes, 4.5 points. Ah! <laughs> Damn it. Did, did not see that coming. I, I definitely did not see that coming. No, me neither. Okay, let's get into the questions. Half point PPR. Michael Carter, that's the Jets running back, or Javante Williams for the Broncos. Um. So I, I read that Carter is going to get a lot of touches this week, like a lot of touches this week. And Melvin Gordon is back for the Broncos. Also, by the way, Williams is playing because uh, he had questions about whether he was playing. But I think at this point, I'm not sure you can really sit Javante Williams. He's had three straight games, 20 plus points or, or close to 20 points and has some crazy broken tackle stats way less rushes he's like first in the nfl in broken tackles it's insane he's a really good running back uh, as a rookie and i would pick him over michael carter yeah i'll probably pick uh javante williams over michael carter uh they got the Bengals today uh, i don't know but yeah javante williams i don't i don't really know much about michael carter so i'm gonna say javante williams okay yeah, it is really hard to go away from Williams. Uh, Carter does have a lot of appeal based off of the workload he's getting. I know early on in the season, Miami was one of those targets that you wanted to have a running back playing against. But I like to look at the football season as four different seasons. I actually think you were talking about that on primetime, um, Basuk, about how a football season is basically 
four weeks, four weeks, four weeks, and four weeks. And um, Javante Williams' the last couple weeks has been basically a must-start, whether he's had, um, you know, competition with touches in Melvin Gordon or not. And they are going to continue that. I actually think this is going to be really two teams probably trying to play very similarly and running the ball. So it should be a run-heavy offense. I'm going to stick with Williams. Uh, this one's pretty easy for me, but uh, last wide receiver spot, A.J. Green, Deontay Johnson, or Devontae Smith, uh, it's Deontay Johnson. That dude's been insane for Pittsburgh this year. He's really kind of fit into that old-school Antonio Brown role of tons of targets, tons of catches. He's not a huge touchdown guy, but he did have two touchdowns a couple of weeks ago. Um, I know that without DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green's stock rises, and I know that Devontae Smith has had some good games, but he has been way too inconsistent to consider. It's got to be Deontay Johnson or nothing else. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I think you got to go Deontay Johnson as well. I, I I understand the A.J. Green kind of thought process, but I, I think you have to go with what you know is going to come through and has not just a great floor, but a really good feeling as well in Johnson. So. This is a tough one. Uh, Miles Gaskin. Tony Pollard, Jeff Wilson, or Boston Scott in a full point PPR. Um, Gaskin is, by the way, healthy and playing. You know, we talked about, uh, Joe mentioned how many games the Dolphins have won in a row, and they're going up against the Jets, who are obviously not a very, very good team. Uh, Jeff Wilson is going to be the starter because Elijah Mitchell is out yet again. Um, And then the other two are Tony Pollard, who is playing, by the way, and then Boston Scott. I'm going to go with Tony Pollard in this one. I know he's going to be splitting carries with Zeke, and they even talked about having a true committee approach, but they're going to try to get him, I think, double-digit touches today. And out of your options that you've listed here, he is by far the best running back of those four. And even in his limited time this year, sharing the load with Zeke, has had good games to be a starter, even if he's been the second guy. So I'm going to go with Tony Pollard with Gaskin as a close second. Is this a PPR? Full point PPR. I'm going uh, Miles Gaskin. Yeah, no, I I understand the appeal for uh, Tony Pollard. He is, I I agree with your assessment that he is the most talented running back of the group. But the one thing that that fantasy doesn't necessarily care about is talent, um, especially when it comes to like the PPR format. So with that said, uh, when you look at what running backs do against the Jets, especially in PPR formats, and Jalen Waddle's not going to be there, and he does get a lot of short area targets, so I think that'll open up a couple more short area targets for Gaskin. And just with that matchup and knowing that, I understand he hasn't been the most consistent guy this year, but he has shown some major upside. You look back to what he did against Tampa Bay, and you go, you know what, this is a guy I have to roll with because I think not only does he have a great floor this week against the Jets, I think he has monster upside. Really? Okay. That's good to know. Miles Gaskin. Scary because the guy I'm playing has him um, <laughs> in, uh, in fantasy. So uh, in the playoffs, non-PPR playoff desperation at flex, Christian Kirk or Rashad Penny. Uh, the non-PPR here does play a role, although Christian Kirk is a lot more of like a – three catch deep threat touchdown guy than anything else. Although I'm sure his stock will rise with DeAndre Hopkins out. Um, Rashad Penny played really well last week, really, really well last week. And it's tough to trust Seattle running backs, especially those who are not named Chris Carson. You know, they've had good games and then have faltered since then. 
but I kind of feel like the safer play is Rashad Penny. So I'm going to go with Rashad Penny. He says desperation at the flex spot. If you really want that potential big score, maybe Christian Kirk is the option because they're playing the Lions. So maybe you'll get a deep touchdown pass to, to Christian Kirk. But if you want a solid floor of points, I would go with Penny. If you want the risk, I would go with Kirk. Oh man. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it uniform with Lynch. I'm gonna say Rashad Penny as well, just for the simple fact that he's got an awesome name. Yeah, I think the key word you said here was desperation. And and you know me. I typically have the if you want a safe floor guy or if you if you think you need big points. And um, in this point, I'm going to go with the guy who I think is on not necessarily a great opportunity, or great offense, but has great opportunity in Rashad Penny. I don't necessarily buy into what he did last week. I mean, not very many running backs have big weeks like that, um, you know, consistently. Uh, but I do believe that Seattle is desperately trying to find something and maybe even before the end of the season so they can try to keep Russell Wilson, which, you know, who knows, but um, I think desperation play, that is, for me, Rashad Penny. Jeff Wilson, K.J. Osborne, or Michael Gallup, non-PPR. Well, non-PPR, I almost always lean towards the running back just because you're going to get way more consistent points out of the running back in this one. And I know that Jeff Wilson is supposed to be the starter, but with the Niners, even when the guy is hurt that you think is going to be the starter and they're like, oh, it'll be Jeff Wilson. Watch like Jamichael Hasty get all the carries today or something, right? Like the, the Niners always do that at the running back position. Osborne is a, is a decent option because Adam Thielen is out. Uh, and Michael Gallup's actually been really good the last few weeks as part of a full-fledged Dallas offense. I think Dallas might absolutely destroy the Giants today. I really do. Um, and I, I kind of want to be a part of that game if I'm if I have a choice. And Gallup looks pretty good. So I'm going to lean towards Gallup in this one. But if you'd like a little bit more safety with the non-PPR, I always choose running backs, generally speaking. But I'm going to pick Gallup here. Hmm. Gallup or uh, I think, uh, shoot, I like either Jeff Wilson or Michael Gallup. So Michael Gallup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not on the Jeff Wilson train. I. This year, you know, I know in years past, because the, the one commonality that, that San Francisco has this year with the years of past is that, you know, running backs have not been healthy. They've not stayed healthy. They've had a rotation of starting running backs this season. The one thing that's been different is there's been one good running back and everybody else has been generally pretty terrible in relief of Elijah Mitchell. Uh, with that said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick, uh, I'm going to go with Michael Gallup. And I very much agree with Mike Lynch on in standard. I very much prefer running backs over wide receivers, but that man, I, I am not a big Jeff Wilson fan. I think he's a guy that literally has to fall in the end zone to be good. Okay. Two more and we'll cut you loose here, Jesse, uh, Brandon, Ayuk or Hollywood Brown. And then he also has Sony, Michelle or Daryl, Daryl Henderson standard PPR. Uh, so without Lamar Jackson playing, I don't want Hollywood Brown in my lineup. Um, it seems like Tyler Huntley's going to play. So with that being the case, I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk. Also, Ayuk's been pretty solid the last few weeks. He's been part of that offense. And then Michelle or Henderson, they're both active. They're both playing. Uh, Henderson is the number one. Michelle's going to get plenty of carries, especially because Henderson's coming off COVID and a quad injury. 
But in terms of at the goal line, you're going to probably see more Henderson. So I would take Ayuk and Henderson. Uh, I'm taking Ayuk and uh, definitely taking Ayuk and Henderson. Uh, last week, Brandon Ayuk, uh, 10 targets, 62 yards and a touchdown. So it looks like they're really looking to get him involved in San Francisco. So that's where I'm going. Yeah, these guys, these wide receivers are like tales of two different stories, right? Like Ayuk, extremely disappointing in the beginning of the season. So Marcus bad. Brown, a extreme surprise. And they really have done a, a, almost like a 180 role reversal where now it's basically Marquise Brown is unplayable after being a must start and after being a guy you can't play. Brandon Ayuk is moving into the must start territory. So I'm definitely going to go with Ayuk over Brown. And honestly, this one kind of a roll of the dice, right? Like last week we thought, oh, Henderson came in. So Henderson will be the guy. And Oh, no, it's Sonny Michelle. Oh, God. So we, we just don't know. I, I very much agree that Sonny Michelle is going to be a part of this um, with the COVID and quad issues that Henderson has had. But I think Henderson has been the lead dog all year. And I, I feel like that's what you got to try to roll with. Um, and you know, cross your fingers because it is going to be across your fingers that he gets his role back or that they're not in some sort of 50, 50 thing. But um, I, I think you have to go with the guy that's been the guy. All right. Um, we actually have two more. I'm, I've already, I'm already over. I'm just going to commit to the, to being over, but we got to go rapid fire for these last two. Okay. Uh, PPR yeah. need two running backs, Miles Sanders, James Robinson, Daryl Henderson. Uh, I'm going with Robinson and Henderson. I can't trust Miles Sanders at all. And then tight end Dawson Knox or Zach Ertz is part of this question. Uh, I'm probably going to go with Dawson Knox on this one, although I really like Ertz uh, in that offense, but probably Knox. So I'm going to say James Robinson, Daryl Henderson, Dawson Knox. Uh, Ditto. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Knox at the tight end position. And then I'm I'm honestly probably just based off of what we talked about with the last one with, with Henderson, um, I'm probably going to go Sanders, and I don't feel great about it, but I do know it's an extremely run-heavy offense. He should be the lead guy. He should get, you know, at least 12 to 16 touches, and we don't know that about Henderson. And we also know that the Rams are dealing with COVID issues themselves, so I don't know if this is going to be the, you know, a, a normal type of Rams week anyway that you need to plug into this offense. That is the tough thing, too. Waiting until Tuesday for a game already delayed is a little bit scary. Yeah, and we talked about this over the weekend, too, about, uh, um, or over the week, that you if sometimes, maybe you just have to play the guy you know is playing yep. at this point because you don't know they're going to play on Tuesday. Right. One That's more. just a fact. One more. Anita Flex, Deontay Foreman, K.J. Osborne, Miles Sanders, Dalton, uh, or Dawson Knox. Um I'm going to go with Foreman. He's been really good as a starting running back with the Titans. Uh, shoot. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Deontay Foreman as well. Deontay. All right. Here's my classic. If, if you want something safe, go with Foreman. If you want a lot of upside, I think AJ Osborne has upside. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, oh we're God. off next week and uh, we'll probably chat with you after new year's for the final week of the playoffs, but uh, we'll, we'll, gauge it there thank you for all the help so far this year if we don't though absolutely Jesse. uh very much appreciate it's been an honor to be back on air with you guys thank you very very much uh that's jesse osmond find his stuff explicit fantasy bro. football youtube facebook and twitter at pdx underscore eff one more break and we'll wrap the show up real quick football sunday on the fan football sunday with mike and rashad on 1080 the fan 
All right, that's going to do it for us today here on Football Sunday. Like I mentioned to, to Jesse there, we're off next week for Christmas weekend. We'll be back the day after New Year's. Yes. January 2nd, we will return 2022. Same as 2021, probably, for a while. <laughs> but uh, we'll be later in the NFL season. We'll uh, we'll be deep in the fantasy playoffs if any of our, our teams are in that point. Oh, I know you're not playing this year, Rashad. And uh, we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about. We'll be also after the first two college football playoff games, yeah, which will be on December 31st, I believe. So we'll have plenty to talk about in a couple of weeks. Yes, indeed. Uh, Les Schwab is back. Yep. I'll, I'll be there. I'm going to be on for two days of doing uh, board hopping for that, I saw. Yeah, so I'll be, I'll be listening to that. And, uh, yeah, there'll be plenty of stuff to get to. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for sticking with us, even though we've had an inconsistent schedule here in the last month or so. And uh, you can find the podcast you missed, Les Schwab Tires Podcast, on the Odyssey app and 1080thefan.com. Have a very happy and safe holiday. Yes, indeed. And uh, hopefully you get some good presents that you want. Hopefully your kids enjoy the presents you got for them. And uh, I got my first experience. I bought some gifts for kids yesterday. There you go. Uh, I got a couple of gifts each for my for my girlfriend's kids. So it'll be, uh, it'll be nice to, to witness that next Saturday for sure. Um, that's going to do it for us. Two NFL games coming up for you because the Seahawks got moved until uh, Tuesday, which will be over on 9-10 instead. Have a very good rest of your Sunday, and we'll see you in two weeks. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.